This is TSFPN.com, the Sci-Fi Podcast Network. You found the best podcast in the universe. It's Wednesday, October 18th, and you're listening to The Secrets. Welcome to this podcast of The Secrets, the podcast for anyone who is serious about writing. The Secrets home can be found at www.stormwolf.com. For the next 15 minutes, we'll talk about writing and how to get you even closer to seeing your name on the spine of a book. Welcome to The Secrets. This podcast is all about writing and how to get the success you want. This particular podcast is the fifth in a series I'm calling 21 Days to a Novel. It began in an impromptu manner in episode 17, and it looks like it will continue through episode 24. I'm Michael A. Stackpole, a novelist, short story writer, screenwriter, game designer, computer game designer, with 38 published books to my credit. I apologize for having taken so long to get this podcast out. My voice is back, but my allergies have still been kicking my butt, so I haven't been sleeping, so I'm not getting work done, yada, yada, yada. Um, I've also been traveling, and there's also little crises that always crop up. So September was pretty much a wasteland. Uh, You know, first half of October's been pretty bad, too. Uh, It looks like things are settling out a little bit, uh, and I'm actually getting some work done, which is good. But this weekend, I go off and travel, and and more about that later. The Secrets Podcast is an audio companion to my writing newsletter, which is also called The Secrets. You can learn more about the newsletter on my homepage at www.stormwolf.com. Download a sample issue and decide whether it's worth a dollar an issue to focus your writing on success. Issue 61 is just came out 61 or 62 62 it's all about time management which of course obviously i need a lot of work on so uh, it's something for you to take a look at in the last podcast we covered day 11 in our 21 days to a novel if you've done the exercises you've now got three characters who are all involved in the same story and setting you've got to start on their voices and you've learned how to describe the characters you've even identified some of the conflicts between them we're going to tackle conflicts a bit later on but first we need to worry about their world and how they interact with it. To recap, for the purposes of these podcasts, my characters are Harry, a mid-40s drunk who's trying to dry out, is playing the guitar as a hobby, and who's in love with Nicole. Nicole is a hot 23-year-old singer who used to be from a well-to-do family, but after her father was caught in a bank swindle and went to prison and died, she's fallen on hard times. Still, she dreams of making it big in the world of entertainment and sings with Harry accompanying her. Lastly, we have Pete, a somewhat mysterious figure who hangs out and helps Nicole. There are rumors he's been to jail, but nobody knows anything solid. Concerning worlds, I recently made a discovery which I chronicled in the Secrets newsletter. Worlds really need to be treated as if they are characters in the story. The reason for this is simple. They are characters in the story. Ideally, they will act upon characters and be acted upon by them. The world will change as the characters do. One of the reasons this idea may seem alien to you is because the world is so much bigger a thing than a character. That's reality, however. In fiction, it's an illusion. Since the reader experiences the world via characters and their interaction with the world, the world really isn't that big. Moreover, the impact a character has on the world is measured by changes it causes in the world. If the characters fight in an ultimate good versus evil conflict, the world is forever changed by what they do. Similarly, events that change the world will act on the characters. 
You'll see how this works as we go along, but day 12 requires us to lay down some baseline material so we can root our characters in the world. The big mistake I made with the first draft of A Secret Atlas was that I had insufficiently rooted the characters. They were tourists in the world, which meant they really didn't change it or get changed by it. You couldn't see anything of the world's history and the attitudes therein which had shaped the characters. So let's root Harry. He's an older guy with a drinking problem, so he has some baggage imposed on him by the world. Most folks aren't going to think much of him being a heavy drinker. Other folks will encourage him to drink, either for the amusement value or so they can drink as well. After all, you're only really drunk if you drink alone. See, that's one of those world-imposed attitudes that will have an effect on someone. Trying to avoid the label of drunk, Harry might only drink in bars. This way he knows he's not a drunk. He also clings to weekends when he hasn't touched a drop just to prove he can quit any time. Harry also has to deal with this whole May-December romance thing. Sure, you know, Michael Douglas and Harrison Ford can hang around with women half their age, but such is the privilege of fame, or so many people would have you believe. People will consider Harry a cradle robber, or consider Nicole to be a trophy wife, or a midlife crisis. There will be those who tell Harry that Nicole is so far out of his league that he shouldn't even dream of getting close to her. Society's negative opinion of such a liaison might be tempered by kindly souls celebrating love and encouraging him. You should definitely see where this is heading. Harry, because of the norms suggested by society, will act and react in certain ways. If we set this story in the 1950s, made Harry black and Nicole white, we'd have a whole new overlay of opinions and troubles to help shape the characters. So, for day 12, you want to look at your characters and find those things in their lives that are part and parcel of the world. You need to root your characters in the world. Once you do this, you might have to nudge at their descriptions and characterizations. And that's okay. You know, these things are made to be changed. Chances are you've been thinking something was wrong and made little changes, you know, as you were going along uh, so far. Or you will certainly see that as you're writing the story and make changes. Looking at things now, however, you can save yourself a chunk of revision of your manuscript later. So think about the characters, root them in the world, and make little changes. Day 13 brings us another look at your world. You've looked at the elements that have shaped your characters. Now you need to look at the forces in the world that will help or hinder the characters from attaining their goals or help them succumb to their fears. This is where you look at the world as a demolition derby. What is in the world that is going to slow them down and you identify the forces that will help them get past crises? In other words, think of the world as a hostile audience. Well, maybe there's a few helpers in there, but generally, what is it going to do to tear at them? What is it going to do to throw problems in their way? In Nicole, for example, we have a talented singer who was once from a well-to-do family. She's fallen from on high, and the world does have a tendency to want to keep those who've fallen down. After all, if you've fallen from grace, it's clearly a moral failing on your part. Therefore, you must be punished, lest others think that uh, moral failings can be overlooked. This attitude is very prevalent and can result in active discrimination or passive discrimination. A friend could refuse to hire Nicole to sing in a venue because, quote, we don't allow your kind here, end quote, or could just turn a blind eye to her when she's in trouble. People deciding they don't want to get involved is a problem of passive discrimination that can do a lot of damage. On the other side, the world does seem to have a thing for stories of redemption. Do something wrong, pop yourself into rehab, and you emerge to be embraced by others as now being whole and healed. 
and folks do like an underdog. If you couple that with the public's appetite for talent shows where someone can go from poverty and obscurity to stardom, you have powerful forces working on Nicole. We could decide, for example, that she auditions for a local American Idol type show, and she does very well with Harry accompanying her. She gets a lot of attention, and one of the officials with the show comes to her and tells her that she'll be the grand prize winner if she sleeps with him, or if she ditches Harry. She gets faced with that moral choice between hurting a friend to achieve her dream or maintaining her integrity and having her dream slip away. And if the author works hard, there may be more than one way to skin a cat, so good triumphs, evil is vanquished, and the balance is restored to the world. Day 14's exercise is something too few authors do. You need to examine what will happen to the world if the characters succeed in attaining their goals. How will the world change? Will the change last? Will there be a backlash? Conversely, what will happen if the characters fail? Realistically, in our story, the world isn't going to change very much if Harry, Nicole, and Pete succeed. Their victories could be very quiet and personal ones. The effect might radiate out in their world, but it won't make any major changes. The same could be true if they failed. It would be one more story of heartbreak amid a million of them. If we go with a larger story arc that harkens back into Nicole's father's disgrace, we could conceivably have some corporate titan fall from power. Likewise, a sex-for-stardom scandal could rock the television world. These would be huge impacts and are well within the realm of possibility. By examining the consequences of what is going on, you'll be able to assess how much energy has to go into the building of these conflicts and forces. Big impact means millions of dollars are on the line. Therefore, folks will have a great deal in the way of resources to oppose our heroes and stop them from winning. If the story remains small, and it's a battle on the local level between Nicole and someone who was once one of her friends, well, the dirty tricks are going to be a little bit more venial and the conflict's a little bit more manageable. You'll easily be able to match setup to outcome, which will also make it easier for you to ramp things up as the story progresses. Finally, day 15 is here, and you have to do some real writing. Up until this point, you've been making notes and thinking. I want you to pick one location in your world and do a scene from the point of view of each character. This will be a minimum of 500 words and no more than 2,500 words. Each of your three characters will be solo in the scene, or they'll only interact with one of the spot characters you've been making up since our last podcast. Come on, it's been a long time since the last cast, so you have to have about a billion of these spot characters. What you will do is twofold. First, you're going to describe the setting so we get a solid sense of it, especially how the character perceives it. For example, for Harry, an old license plate on the wall of a bar will remind him of the first car he owned. He'll be mindful that the plate is older than Nicole. He'll think on a lot of things that will reflect on his attitude, uh, what he thinks about the world, his internal sense of his place, and all the things that have shaped him. By way of contrast, when Nicole is in the same setting, she'll see the license plate and think of it as being delightfully retro. She'll remember an article in Vogue where old plates like that have been cut up and fitted together to make trendy handbags that sold for tons of money. In fact, she might think that she'll try to get that plate and make one of those purses herself, just to outtrend her friends. And Pete, well, he can remember his time in jail making license plates. The point is to see the world from each character's point of view. You'll be describing the same place, but it will look different to all of them. 
They'll also be showing how their lives have shaped their vision of the world. You can even have them think about the difficulties they will have in attaining their dreams. Uh, one of the other things that you might want to do, and you can get extra credit here, is you can write a solo scene for each of the characters with them in their own sanctuary, whether it's their little apartment or the place where they feel safe or anything like that, a place where they go and feel comfortable and good. And that also can reveal a lot about a character, so you may want to do that. All of this is going to go to a question that was asked in the forums on podcastpen.com. The day 15 material might well appear in your story. The reason I want it relatively short is so that you could use it as the start of a chapter and then inject someone else and power through to the end of a chapter. 500 words is just about two pages, and you should be able to do that without breaking much of a sweat. Okay, do that, and you'll be a long way toward getting the novel going. The next episode is going to cover a single day's exercise. It'll deal with conflict. So, get going in these four days. Build up your world, set up your arena, and uh, you'll have the place where your story is going to play out. Once you have that going, a little fine-tuning, and you will be set. This is Michael A. Stackpole for The Secrets. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to visit www.stormwolf.com to get your sample issues of The Secrets. My latest book, Cartomancy, came out in February, in case you missed it, and is the sequel to A Secret Atlas, in case you missed that. The podcast also has discussion forum at www.tsfpn.com or podcastpen.com. Please feel free to come over there and ask questions and participate in the discussions about writing. Share your work and the exercises with other writers. The next podcast will be the sixth in this series and will deal with day 16. And that's what we're going to be doing, as I said before, a lot of conflict. Uh, it's a little uh, housekeeping stuff here. First of all, I was very pleased and proud to have The Secrets honored as the very first Parsec Podcast Award winner in the category of writing-related podcasts. The Secrets edged out two writing podcasts by Holly Lyle and T. Morris, so you know the competition was stiff. My thanks to the judges who had a tough job of picking from among those shows. The Parsec Awards were hang handed out at DragonCon in Atlanta this year. The podcasting track, which was put together by Derek and Swoopy from the Skepticality podcast, was a resounding success. You'll definitely want to think about attending DragonCon next year. In other cool news... The Dark Glory War went back to print in October. And given that the book is six years old, this is fairly remarkable. Thanks for buying it, and remember, it does make a great holiday gift. Also, this weekend, I will be at Ubercon in Secaucus, New Jersey. It's being held from the 20th through 22nd of October. If you go to www.ubercon, which is U-B-E-R-C-O-N.com, you can get details there. I'll actually be presenting a live workshop that will cover the entire 21 days to a novel program. So you'll get the stuff that you'll be hearing in future podcasts. You'll also be able to participate in a few other writing seminars, some gaming related seminars, and my always popular uh, gaming and Satanism seminar. Hope to see a bunch of you there. Uh, you know, come in and say hi. The following weekend here in Tempe, Arizona, which would be 27, 28, 29 of October, I will be attending the International Horror and Science Fiction Film Festival. My screenwriting partner, Brian Polito, is the festival director, and this is the second year that I've put together the science fiction program. If you head to www.horrorsci-fi.com, you can see the schedule. We've got some great film programs lined up. 
If you're in the area, come on over, bring friends, wear costumes. This podcast is copyright 2006 by Michael A. Stackpole. I'll be back, well, hopefully sooner than later, uh, with more about writing with words. Until then, work on these exercises, keep going, and good luck with your writing.